Welcome to You Hate Movies, the podcast in which casual moviegoers, film lovers, and cinephiles argue about movies. Back in June, we released our 16th episode focusing on our annual tradition of attempting to predict the top 10 highest grossing movies of the summer. The summer movie season is over, the results are in, and the winner is not who we expected. Throughout the episode, you're going to get major spoilers for San Andreas, Straight Outta Compton, Ant-Man, Mad Max Fury Road, Minions, Pitch Perfect 2, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, Inside Out, Jurassic World, Avengers Age of Ultron, and minor or abstract spoilers for The Dark Knight, The Empire Strikes Back, Phase 2 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Mission Impossible 1-4, through 4, Fern Gully, Star Wars Episode 7, Avatar, Honey I Shrunk the Kids, Jurassic Park, Pitch Perfect, Bridesmaids, Super 8, Wall-E, The Incredibles, Finding Nemo, and Big Hero 6. Well, you may not know this, but the summer movie season has come to an end. Did you know that, Bethany? Because the crowd's going wild. All the well, I don't want to say all the best movies, but the summer movie season's a big thing. They Studios do. clamor to put out their best stuff during the summer, and there's usually every few weeks something big to see, check mm-hmm. out for better or for worse. So, I love uh, that. a bunch of you guys don't know this if you haven't listened to a few episodes ago, but we every year we have a um, a guessing game where we try to predict the top ten highest-grossing movies of that summer. And there's a scoring system to it. It's all on the website. Um, if you go back and listen to the episode, Summer box, summer Movie Box Office Predictions. And, uh, and the winner gets, everyone buys in, right? $5 yeah, is, the, is the idea. Five bucks. And five then bucks. the winner gets all of that applied to a movie gift card. And then we take them out to a celebratory dinner. So we had a ton of people planned today, not least among which was, uh, you know, all the regulars here, on the show, m- most of us were playing our friend Bethany Allen, who's here again today. That's it. Hello. She was playing for the first time, right? You in didn't my, play in last year. In my whole year. lifetime. In her whole lifetime. It's unreal. So Abby, wa- uh, she played again, second year in a row, mm-hmm. and she's here to talk about how that went for herself. I am. Um, our friend Peter didn't play. No, sir. So he just happened to be in the room. He's here as a spectator <laughs> to comment on how everything, how he perceives our predictions and the results. Patrick played, obviously. I did. And I played as well. Um, now, the winner of... Uh, man, how many people played? It was like seven people or something? At like least. That? It was a Isn't lot. It more than that? Like, like 17? We had a lot of bystanders that were around when we were making our predictions, and they said, let, let me get some of that. Let me get a little mm-hmm. of that action. <laughs> so we had a lot of people playing, <laughs> and, uh, and everyone's predictions look kind of the same, give or take some you know major... Uh, decisions that are different but same basic movies are in everyone's brackets because you know you can kind of look and see that'll be a that'll be a blockbuster that'll be a blockbuster and there was what seemed to be the obvious choices for everyone the reason that bethany allen won the game is because oh, everyone wait, say that one more time <laughs> go ahead and say just to make sure everybody heard you the first time the reason that you're hearing <laughs> bethany allen gloat on this podcast <laughs> is because Everyone, without fail, chose Avengers Age of Ultron as their highest grossing movie of the summer. Right. And then ridiculed Bethany for not. That's it. I took a lot of slack for that. (laughs) (laughs) But It seemed like a foolish decision at the time. I mean, the original Avengers movie was then the third highest grossing movie of all time, both domestically and worldwide. 
Um, the anticipation for the sequel was huge, and there just didn't seem to be anything, even though there was a lot of competition, nothing that we thought would even compare to Avengers Age of Ultron. If you know anything about the way the movies did this summer, Jurassic World was a surprise hit. Everyone knew Jurassic World would make money, but no one could have predicted it made as much money. Even a fraction of what it did. As it did. Bethany. Bethany. (laughs) So Bethany, can I ask why why then you put Jurassic World as your number one pick when everyone was telling you that you were a fool? Yeah, well, I'm just... Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't. I just wanted to take a risk and be edgy, of and course. I was totally of edgy. Course. But here, let me tell you this though. I did think this. Jurassic Park was such an iconic movie for everyone. I thought our whole generation is gonna show up to the party for the Jurassic World thing because even if we thought it would, even if we were thinking this is gonna suck, we would do it because it was nostalgic. And I thought it's gonna drive the masses. Even if this movie isn't excellent, and it just so happened. That it was excellent, and yep. uh, I just hit it right out of the park at that point. You <laughs> did. Slam you really dunk. Did. Back up real Touchdown. quick. How far in advance did you guys make this? What did you say? Oh, it was probably a month before the right, summer movie season started. Oh, okay. Started. So you guys knew that the movies were coming out. I had an, I, I was imagining this was happening like in the winter or something. No, no. We no. had the release schedule, but we had to have all the numbers locked in before the first week, which I believe was like June 1st is when the May. No, no. It was May 1st. Cause the May 1st, right. Was Avengers, Avengers was the first week. Out. Okay. And at the time, Avengers seemed like a shoe-in. It made a ton of money. It easily shot right up to the top 10 highest grossing movies of all time. Jurassic World comes along and it had like a just this outstanding uh, debut weekend, but you know it's not that unprecedented. The movie has a huge opening and then kind of peters right off. But people liked Jurassic World so much that they kept going to see it over and over. I, I saw it three yourself, times. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, I saw, yeah. It. I saw it twice. I'll probably see it again. Peter, did you see it? I I saw it once, but I'm not like a dinosaur enthusiast <laughs> like some of you guys are. I don't know. I thought it was okay. It was entertaining. Is I that, loved it. Is that offensive? I don't know. No, no, no. It was entertaining. No. I think both were I mean, wonderful, though. Age of Ultron and... Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah Age yeah. of Ultron I was mean, great. Um, Jurassic World was better. I liked Jurassic World better. It, it, it was my favorite was movie a, of the summer. It was wonderful, and it was nostalgic. And, I mean, just the whole experience was much... It was just very strong. So That's the thing about it, is that, you know, now everyone's talking about what uh, Episode Seven, the, the new Star Wars flick, is going to do at the box office. And naturally, people are like, oh my gosh, it's going to become the highest grossing movie of all time, which just seems out, outrageously generous prediction that, that that thing could top Avatar with the money, the numbers that Avatar yeah. put up. Um, I predict it will. It'll definitely really? fly to the, to the near top of the list. But the thing is, for a movie to make the kind of money that an Avatar or a Titanic or a Jurassic World, which became the third highest grossing movie of all time, wow. uh, domestically and worldwide... It can't just be that people go to see it. They have to go see it over and over and over again. So the thing about a Star Wars movie is that it's guaranteed a huge gross at the box office because of its cult following. Everybody's going to go see it at least once. I I think they'll see it multiple times, especially the nerds. Why do you guys go see it more than once? Why do you even watch, like, you actually liked it so much that you, you went for the experience? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, well, one, I just love going to the movies. So when I see something that I really love, part of me is like, man, I'd really like to watch that again and not have to wait four months for it to come to my house. Mm-hmm. So that's part of it. And another part of it, I think for me, seeing Jurassic World, I saw the original Jurassic Park six, seven times total because I saw it again when it came out in 3D in theaters. So part of it was like reliving my, my childhood. But another part of it was like, 
oh, I won't be able to see this in theaters again. And it was such a powerful right. experience oh. for yeah. me. For me, it's it depends on who you go with. So I went with some friends the first time, and yep. then the yep. second time you I sure had to did, take. Bud. <laughs> <laughs> we had, oh, and let me just say this about Jurassic World: Bethany turned into a knucklehead <laughs> during <laughs> the viewing. Don't bring it up. I just want to say she this really is did. because she loved the movie, I was but so every excited. time. Chris Pratt was working on the motorcycle or whatever he was doing. <laughs> she was catcalling and like fanning. It was just so overwhelmed. That's true. I was overwhelmed. very pleased with, <laughs> with the casting in this I, movie, yeah, including we could tell. We could tell. Um, Dallas Bryce. Bryce Howard. Bryce Dallas. Bryce, yeah. Bryce? Yeah. But then I went back Dallas again Dallas with Dallas my Dallas. wife because she didn't come the first time. So I think a lot of people go back with different parties. Okay. Multiple yeah, that's viewings. why I ended up seeing Avatar multiple times because people would say, I haven't seen that movie yet. You want to come? And I'd be like, yeah, I'll watch Avatar again. Hmm. Ty yeah. was with Lord of the Rings, but I never saw Avatar. Still haven't. At all? Period? In my life. I still haven't seen it. Oh, wow. We should do a podcast on that because it's should. quite a divisive movie. Yeah, that's an interesting... That'd be an interesting conversation. Yeah. And it's a, a good movie. Lots of suits. Put, put do you like Fern Gully? <laughs> all right, all right. Save it for the other podcast. <laughs> so... But before we get to uh, out there in the park talking about Star Wars and Fern Gully and Avatar, um, back to the brackets. So Jurassic World surprised everyone. And as soon as the way that the scoring works, you can check it all out at youhatemovies.com. But the way that the scoring works, Bethany was almost guaranteed to win because having the number one spot dead on is a lot more points than having anything else dead on. Um, so we were we just kept thinking, well, unless someone else's bracket just has a ton really close to being right, Bethany's going to be the obvious winner. And it turns out, I got to say, my bracket personally was miserable this year. I had the worst year of predictions that I've ever had. Um, last year, I was I was pretty off. I thought that How to Train Your Dragon 2 was going to be the highest grossing movie of the oh summer because there weren't really any kids' movies to compete with it. And uh, yeah. and and Guardians of the Galaxy pulled a Jurassic World last last mm. summer. It's weird. Chris Pratt's on a roll. No one guessed He's that Guardians of the Galaxy was going to rise to the top. You really do. Um, <laughs> but you this year, really do. <laughs> my my whole bracket was so miserable that uh, half of the movies I predicted didn't even make it into the top ten. Wow. So I thought wow. that Ted Two, Terminator Genesis, Pixels. Fantastic Four and Magic Mike yeah. XXL were all <laughs> uh, likely candidates for the top 10 highest grossing movies of the summer. Really? None of them made it into the top 10. Um, but I did guess correctly about Ant-Man, Inside Out, Minions, Jurassic World, and Avengers almost within one spot of being right, the top five, and then I just lost it. Who lost that. the worst? Um, well, actually, our friend Garrett, our yeah, one of sure our Garrett's contributors, list. Uh, he wouldn't make a list of his own, so Tyler decided that he was going to craft a list for Garrett <laughs> that looks like this. Entourage, <laughs> War Room, Dope, Hitman, Agent 47, uh, Mad Max, Hot Pursuit, Pitch Perfect 2, which was a joke, and then Pitch Perfect 2 ended up be <laughs> being one of the Didn't highest grossing movies. Pitch the Perfect 2? Uh, I thought I came in. Paper Towns, The Gift, and Straight Outta Compton, which was, again, a joke, but then happened to actually land exactly where Tyler jokingly put it, at number 10 for the... Top That's 10 awesome. grossing movies of the summer, which is incredible because Straight Outta Compton was only in the running for a few weeks yeah. and it managed to break into the made way more than anyone expected. So most people's brackets weren't all that fantastic. Mine was one of the worst ones, but so uh, most of us had guesses like Terminator Genesis and Fantastic Four or Ted 2. Um, 
that we thought would at least get in there somewhere, and then they didn't at all. Terminator didn't? Terminator, we got mm. pushed out. See you, Arnold. Yeah, it's a yeah. Sad, sad thing. See, yeah. It ended up at number 14 for the summer, not even close. I to love Arnold, he's but that's like probably... practically in a wheelchair. He's oh, like a stop billion. it. No, he's not. He's great. He's looking he great. He's so strong. He was great it's in the movie. Saggy. He could lift you straight up. <laughs> so I thought that this would be fun. I want to go through what the top 10 movies were and talk about um, whether or not we saw them, how we feel about their grosses, and then we're going to play a fun impromptu game of save or kill with the summer movies. Ooh, okay. okay. I'm that already nervous. This is spicy. <laughs> so let's go from the 10 back up since we've all are already done a bit of talking. Uh, number 10 was a surprise hit straight out of Compton, and I think Patrick and myself were the only ones who yep. saw that, and oh. we loved it. Oh, oh really? Yeah. yeah. Was that good? Oh, it was, it was considering fantastic. It. Yeah, it was the surprise hit. We kind of went just because we were watching MTV during this, so we were like, oh, I know some of those groups. Right. And then yeah. it was like, Did man, you, this is great. This do is you guys really have good. more respect for Ice Cube and is Dr. Dre? Well, honestly, I mean, yeah, we are the real. definition of uh, bandwagon fans because I was uh, never a, a fan of any of those uh, artists even in the 90s when they were ubiquitous and like if you turn on MTV it was all like no videos from the Chronic and, and Doggy Style and all those albums and I was just like whatever I don't get this I'm into you know punk music or whatever um, but I, we left the theater and I was like well now I kind of want to revisit all those albums and we made a playlist that we shared of uh, every album that was mentioned in the movie from yeah. NWA all the way through Ice Cube solo stuff and, and Dr. Dre well. and um, I did listen to that stuff. I think I had a diversified ear palette. I don't know if that sounds like you did. To. <laughs> I like yeah. that. My brother got a car and it randomly had 2001 The Chronic in it. Okay. Yeah. Wow. It, like he bought it and it had that CD in it. So we just. What a gift. Yeah. That's good. That's good. <laughs> so yeah, Peter, you should check it out. It was actually a really entertaining and fascinating uh, biopic. Well acted, well directed. Yeah, incredibly well acted. I was really impressed. I heard somebody almost got killed during the filming of that movie. Did you guys? Wouldn't be surprised, man. The hard streets. No, like I don't know. They stuff. tried to run somebody. <laughs> I think Suge Knight like ran someone over with mm. a car or something. <laughs> he no, sure did. That uh, that actually happened. Were there someone real dudes that was involved in the movie? No, no, they're not in in the movie. They're all yeah. portrayed by actors who do an excellent job. Oh, I really? I will say that yeah. I thought that that was going to be a super dumb movie, and I didn't see the movie. But the trailer looked really good. Yeah, and the day I that I was leaving movie. to the theater, she's like, what are you even seeing? That sounds so dumb. And she watched the trailer. She's like, oh, actually, that looks really cool. <laughs> oh, I was under yeah. the impression it was a documentary style. No, no. no. It's, great. it's like a film. Like a Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Good. Ice Cube's son plays Ice Cube. No way. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Interesting. It was yeah. one of the best of the summer, easily. Yeah, it was one of my oh. favorites. I'll Is definitely buy it. Box office shows order, it. right? No, it's Ice Tea. <laughs> oh, Ice Tea. <laughs> similar, yeah. similar guys. Not to be confused with the different ices. So then at number <laughs> nine was uh, surprisingly so low because of the way everyone loved it. it was Mad Max Fury Road, mm. which was one of the best reviewed, if not the best reviewed. No, I think it was second to Shaun the Sheep as the best <laughs> reviewed movie of the summer. Shaun the Sheep is holding a solid 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. While Mad Max is clocking in 98. Wow. 98% of critics who saw Mad Max were not just, they didn't just like it. People felt like it was a masterpiece. I agree with them. It was so good. It was What like, was opening weekend like in terms of numbers? I I don't even remember. I remember feeling like it was like, oh, it, did, it didn't do awful. Yeah, it, I don't think it blew anything away. I don't even know if it was number one. I went to three movie theaters and like left because there were lines. 
Like I finally went out to like the boonies, well, not the boonies, but kind of out of town. That's the only way I got in. Like to it was, see it? yeah, people were like dressed in cosplay, like I mean, you know, like the whole thing. So oh. I assumed it would have been pretty Is big. Is it a comic book? No, it's just a franchise that attracts oh. a lot of hardcore fans. And this gentleman who directed the original Mad Max movies hasn't made a Mad Max movie in quite a long time. So it was like his triumphant return. It was but almost Mad like Max his Prometheus. <laughs> He's a character. Supposedly, yeah. he thought like of the idea on the airplane, on the, like an airplane flight. He said he just, he just popped into his brain. Yeah, you could see that. After a long time between the, you know, Mad Max three, and uh, and then he made like Babe, Pig in the City, and Stuart uh, Little right. and Love stuff. Like I ha- seriously, uh, that's yeah. the same guy. Yeah. Wow, Come that is interesting. Cute. <laughs> Oh, I love that movie. Let's do so that one. So you're gonna. It's like you'd be hard pressed <laughs> to find someone who doesn't like that's watched Fury Road and doesn't like it. Even Abby sat through the trailers and she's like, "God, that looks awful." Which I, I was like, was "Are you watching?" What? So that was like stupid. the best trailer I've ever seen in my yeah, life. Yeah, it was an awesome. Like, trailer. Hands down. Well, yeah. I don't know about hands down, but that was an amazing trailer. I was like, Mm-mm. I didn't even watch the it old was ones. An incredible trailer. It was great. I don't remember it, it was so I just like. Remember Charlize with her head. Oh, yeah. She and I were at a movie. I think we saw like Interstellar or something, and they played an early trailer for Fury Road. And I was like, "That looks so incredible!" And she's like, "Are you kidding me?" I thought it was a joke. I think yeah. I think my wife had the exact same. But response. then he watched it the other night, and I was like, "No, I'm not watching this." And he begged me. He's like, "Just stay for the first 15 minutes, and you probably won't want to leave." And I was hooked. Yeah, she's. <laughs> and the first 15 are like what would deter people. I think movie. it's kind of creepier, and you don't know what's going on, and then it gets. But there's you know? a chase almost immediately as That's soon as true. he like bites that two-headed lizard's head off, and then it's off to the races. Who bites his head off? <laughs> yeah, man. He is mad. Oh, man, I think that so most good. people who see this would not, they would have a hard time arguing with the critical response. I think most people coming out would say, that's just a really they enjoyed excellent it. movie. Yeah. I've heard yeah. people critique it. I mean, there are definitely parts but that are super silly. The thing about it that's that's incredible to me is that everyone loved it that much. And yeah, I, I can see why it's definitely entertaining and everything. But it is such a hyper stylized type of like frenetic, crazy balls to the wall movie that I, w- I was thinking like really everyone liked it this much i mean i'm delighted but it's on i was telling abby it's like moulin rouge but crust punk instead of like vaudeville it's like <laughs> you know what i mean it has that same kind of like on acid yeah. visual style of like all over the place and wild colors and music and stuff that you see and you're like whoa okay the guitar, <laughs> yeah. the guitar guy the do for you yeah that was interesting no he's awesome i love he was the glue that held the film oh my gosh (laughs) i don't know about that get out of here i placed it on tom hardy that guy was (laughs) ba he was he was great yeah he was really good excellent performance yeah there was that that one scene where he just walks away into the smoke and comes back and just stuff blows up or i can't remember what it was that sounds like like that's not his blood yeah yeah that was great shoot yeah that's great check it out so i was a bit surprised that it didn't it didn't do better because everywhere I went, people were like, have you seen it yet? It's incredible. It's incredible. And it, the reviews were so high that, that I think the studio was even banking on it, starting to pick up numbers because of the reception it was having, but it never really achieved uh, numbers congruent with the reaction it had, but they're definitely doing more. So that's, yeah, yeah. I think it, that's when the R rating kicked in because, Oh, I want to, you can't take your kids to it. Even though it was a pretty soft R except for a couple of scenes. Oh yeah. They could have done worse. You think so, that's what drove it down? The R rating? It's always harder for R rated movies to make money unless it's like The Passion or 300. 
Yeah, because when it kicks in, it's like, oh, man, I want to bring my friends or, you know, teenagers want to go or something like that, and then they have a hard time getting in. Oh, that makes sense. All right, well, Mad Max at number nine. At number eight was San Andreas. Uh, (laughs) Who saw that? Nobody. Nobody saw that. I love The Rock, man, but I didn't see it. How did San Andreas make seven? Because that is like the definition of a summer popcorn movie where people are just like, yeah, it's got the rock, yeah. stuff falls apart. Was it a tsunami or an earthquake? Earthquake. 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 For those of us who didn't see it, we're gonna all going to be screwed when that does happen. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we could have been like, prepared. I like yeah. the rock as a person, but as an actor, he he has a little bit of Nicolas Cage in him when he just plays himself mm-hmm. all the time. Like, you're just well, playing you, bud. All right, hold on. <laughs> Let's get this Blu-ray, Bethy, and then we'll watch it. All right. Because he, like, I'm saves open. his daughter and he... I saw the, his I saw wife the and all that It's stuff. very easy yeah. for Bethany to get emotionally invested oh, yeah. and project herself and her story <laughs> into the movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. It's good. It's good. So How saying, do you, we all project our stuff into the movies. Well, if we're watching it right, then yeah. Yeah. I think you should. Or for a projector. So thank, so thank if you. San Andreas, not surprising there anyone that it made in there, but... And then at number seven was Ant-Man. You know, Ant- Ant-Man, is, with the obscure Marvel movies, it's always a crapshoot because they can they could be a Guardians and become one of the most beloved Marvel movies of all time instantaneously almost. Or they could be, you know, uh, Ant-Man, which did great. It, it chalked up some numbers. People liked it and didn't like it. it. You know, it had a decent score on Rotten Tomatoes, but people didn't lose their minds over it. Right, it kind of like hovered in the middle. People either... I don't think anybody really loved it or really hated it. They're just like, oh, that was good. Did That's you guys go see it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was. Th- I wanted to, but I, I really like Paul Rudd. You didn't get invited, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. I was just waiting <laughs> at home in the rain. <laughs> I know. In the summer rain. You were at like home the in the rain. Scott. <laughs> <laughs> just looking out the window. <laughs> watching them pass by. It's tragic. Oh and crying. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, it was good. It was a, it was a fun time, but apparently a lot of audiences, audience members were like Peter, saying, yeah, I wanted to go. Well, it's almost like he, they were making fun of themselves. Like in the trailer, he's like, uh, just don't call it, you know, Ant-Man or whatever, the, you know, you know what I'm well, saying? Well, they're trying to acknowledge that. how the audience feels hearing that for the first time. Right. At this point, Marvel's trying to make movies of characters like Ant-Man who... I mean, his thing is that he gets small and talks to ants. You know what <laughs> I mean? He I'm really does talk to but ants. But no, but then he gets yeah. super strength because yeah. oh, proportionally, right, something to do with the density yeah, and volume ratio. Yeah, but when he, when he gets bigger again or something, he has super strength? No, no, no. no. At, the molec- at the smaller. Why they, would it matter? They deal with the ridiculousness of it really, really well. Okay. They play it kind of tongue-in-cheek and they acknowledge that it's weird, but then they apply a lot of science stuff to it that makes you start to think, I don't know. Maybe he could do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Weird stuff happens when you scale stuff down to small levels. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, engineer. And I, I don't think they really did that in uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, you know. Uh, the no, but no, honestly, it did have an element of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids in it. Like some of the fight scenes, they purposely made small. Like there's this amazing fight inside a purse. And okay. uh, and it's it's really fun to see them yeah. like yeah. interacting with like a giant iPhone and like a coin or whatever it might be. Did he, was there any candy involved or? Because that's my favorite scene from Honey I Shrunk. Oh, when they when ate the, the, twi- the the Debbie cake or yeah. whatever. Yeah, the cream. Oh, milk cream pie. I'm like, oh, I want to do that too. Where he scrapes his hand like this. Even though it's all rotten out in the yard and crap. They were hungry. So Ant Man was at number seven, and then topping that was Mission Impossible: Rogue Nation. Which is just surprising me that that franchise continues to I clean know. up the way it does. Yeah, this is one of the ones I really wanted to see and haven't gotten to yet. How old is I Tom Cruise? Ghost Protocol. I think it's all of the dads. 
You think so? Dads oh, I totally do. Oh, I'm a yeah. dad. But maybe that's why I wanted no, to see no, it. No, no, no. Like, like 40s, Our 50s. Dads. And they're like dreaming they could still do stuff like mm-hmm. that and have cars like that. Maybe so, it's like, just a really good action movie, guys. Mm-hmm. The, no, they didn't do as good it. as Ghost Protocol. Well, that's the thing. Everyone lost their minds over Ghost Protocol, at least behind the scenes. They were telling me like, dude, it's so good. You, you know, they were telling me like it was Mad Max or something. I finally sat down to watch it and it was an entertaining action movie. I was like, this is what everyone is was so insane over. that where it's in? The over? tall building in? In mm-hmm. Dubai. Yeah, Because it was coming from part three to that because part three was stupid right so the, the leap from there to there it's like jurassic park three to jurassic world like even if jurassic world yeah, wasn't as good as it was you'd be like oh man it's so much better at yeah. the end of the day that like you know jurassic park is a franchise about genetically recreated or cloned dinosaurs Impo- uh, mission impossible is about like spies but they got those masks <laughs> <laughs> wait yeah. is that the one with which one was with philip seymour hoffman Three, the three. Ghost okay. Protocol. Yeah. So, no, so this is no, 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 no. Yeah. Okay. Lost for Hollywood. The trailer was good. It, it looked, was. it looked intense. The, the new one. So then there was a big surprise at number five with Pitch Perfect two. Whoa! I know I slammed that on my list somewhere. Is that right? I can actually yeah, look at your I, I list saw right that. here, Bethany. Did you see it? I didn't. Anyone else see is it? Is it good? I've <laughs> seen. I saw the first one, and I, 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 I haven't I'm seen ashamed to say it. It was funny. The second one was way disappointing. You do not have Pitch Perfect two on your list, Bethany. You do not. I definitely thought wild I did. Card? Nope. It's not my wild card either. Her wild cards were Ted Two, Mission Impossible, and Magic Mike. I Dang, bet. you didn't you didn't believe in the girls? I huh? bet Tyler Hands meshed that up. <laughs> no, you can blame it on him. He's not even here to defend uh, himself. Should no. <laughs> I have Pitch Perfect Two on mine? Uh, I doubt it. You're usually copy and paste somebody else's and then just move <laughs> one thing around. Too. That's what I did. Nope. I moved like three things. Abby, <laughs> you had Pitch Perfect Two as a wild card, so right. you you oh, got a point good job. for it. I got a point. It was a good, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, they talked, it was very strongly all women, like the whole time, really pro-women, which was like totally fine. I felt fine about that. But it like, the storyline like just kind of plummeted, I felt like this time around. It didn't really have and a story. That, they were trying to do like. That young lady from uh, yeah, fat, Bridesmaids. Fat the, Amy. She called Amy herself Schumer? fat something. Yeah. Fat Amy. Fat Amy. She's not from Bridesmaids. She just like falls down and. She's, she is so funny. She was the funny. She oh, was she wasn't Bridesmaids. bridesmaids. Yeah. She was the one with the Pitch tattoo. <laughs> yeah. It's a Mexican drinking worm. <laughs> <laughs> she put the peas on it. Yeah. Wait, she's wonderful. She's the roommate, the British roommate. Oh, yeah. She's, mm. And she's like, she said something like, you know, they're going to be thinking. She's crazy. There's beautiful, like, wonderful American girls here. She's like, and they're not going to be expecting an Australian. <laughs> and we're all like, funny. oh, you're funny. Anyway, I thought it was entertaining, but I, I definitely wouldn't see it twice. Okay. And then well, yeah. audiences, at least some audience out there, loved it, and they pushed it up to number the five. The first one was that so was wonderful. Crazy. That's why women this one they're did. getting their I boys, think boyfriends so much to go. better than the first one. Yeah. It's about acapella, right? It's about freaking yeah, but, acapella. Yeah, but they ended. So it's like have they ended the You guys whole haven't seen it? No. The first one was actually pretty funny. And I don't know if I just... Some people just strung me into it, and it was weird, you know, environment. It's like Bring It On with acapella. Yeah, <laughs> but and then with Fat Amy. Okay, great. And was, she makes it fun. It was a lot more crude this time around. I'll say that okay. the humor was strangely. Is that what you were just whispering about? Yes, but I don't want to say it on the air. I heard there was lots of vomit in number one. That's why I didn't see it. There was lots of vomit. There was you, not as much vomit. You didn't see it two. because someone told you there was lots of vomit. Yeah. There's a lot. You're a, you a big, like, you have a vomia, vomia, phobia, phobia, yeah. a vomit? So how do you say that in Russian? Yeah. It's Just called a, meta- a metaphobia. Oh, you seriously do? I do. Well, well, after Pitch Perfect and all the emetophobia is done with, you get to the top four, which most of us had just in the wrong order. Right. 
Um, so number four was Minions. And the reason that everyone guessed Minions is because, one, those Despicable Me movies make a lot of money. Two, kids' movies make a lot of money, especially yeah. during the summer. Um, and especially when there's usually only one or two to choose from. And then finally, uh, it seems that the thing people like most about the Despicable Me franchise is those stupid little yellow Tic Tacs or whatever they are <laughs> that just speak gibberish. <laughs> right. Banana! Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like there we go. That's why she won the competition. She's like she the understands I- it. ideal representation of like... It's like watching Josh do it. Yeah, of America. Here we Give go. Give me All more. Packaged. That is so funny. Well, the f- I knew that it was going to be big too because every time I they, were, they ran a trailer trailer for it before the movie i was seeing the audience would just go nuts over the <laughs> stupid trailer I'm like what are we laughing at it's like the a minion with a thong on is it really that funny <laughs> it's actually pretty funny, I <laughs> it funny. That you're all funny. serious about it i actually know that it you're is. saying it it like ends with the trailer the punchline of the trailer is that a minion with a thong on is in a hot tub with two fire hydrants <laughs> right yeah what's that is he daydreaming or you That's are just funny. loving this, Bethany. <laughs> can't get it over just talking That's about funny. it makes her that laugh. Is that is great. Do you think wow. it's funny? I was just going to say that the the results of this um, game must show how closely people sort of match the average. You know, like maybe Josh and you guys are you guys are far. Garrett's the furthest from what would be you know what America likes, and then <laughs> Bethany like if, is yeah. like dead on right. what America likes. She's yeah. really patriotic. American. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's true. But the funny thing about the kids' movies this summer is that we all thought Minions would do really well. In fact, most of us thought that it would do better than Inside Out. Even though yeah. uh, right. Inside Out was the Pixar joint, it just looked from the marketing campaign like, I don't really know if that's going to clean up the way totally. you know one of their sequels would. it's not would. a franchise or anything. Yeah, I didn't think it would. It looked like it'd, it'd be harder to get a foothold. Exactly. Yeah. It was too yeah. like thoughtful, especially for kids but man it cleaned up it became one of pixar's biggest hits number three weird for the entire summer parents like though i think they were going back like on date night because it felt like therapy oh it was don't you think amazing yeah it was was good i I disagree with that i can't like i saw the trailer and i can't remember what it was about there's a bunch of color people you know everyone has it's their emotions Okay. okay that's what it was okay see so that's why that it seems like easily forgettable i would have not even had it on the list we left with very different opinions of the movie i didn't it's like a pixar movie most of them are really good even if they're like bad you know so you you walk out and i was kind of like yeah that was fun i enjoyed it i would definitely watch it again and abby was like it was so good she would rank it really high i would rank it really low in the pixar pantheon i felt in between though because i felt like gosh it's too heavy for kids a little bit of the frozen thing Mm -hmm. i got a little bit of that and then i thought it's very thoughtful every adult in the theater was crying with and i went at like i didn't understand i went at the time where kids were just filling the place and i thought it was like entertaining i just didn't think it was like fun no i didn't cry actually and i should have i was expecting like two or three times but i wasn't really emotionally moved and i was and i didn't think it was really that funny yeah, I didn't think it was that funny. That was the problem. I think I was looking for a little bit more humor. It, it was, was sad. Funny. I walked away feeling heavy. What I loved about it, it was just so weird. It was such weird. a unique, I just in a it good was so way. Creative. Yeah, so creative. You have like, to give them a kudos for those guys for making for a movie oh, about it. Oh, for sure, that. it was a so, good movie. But did you leave the movie and like days afterwards still like think about it? Yeah. Oh, this is anger coming out in me right now. Oh, no. this is wow. Sad. Yeah, or I, I should the, watch I this. You were so influenced by this. No, no, I didn't think that. But I saw a lot of people that that were really digging deep into the message and thinking like, oh, it was a, it was like a case for emotional health. 
Really? It really was. Because really yeah, yeah, you think. need sadness. <laughs> that ain't right. have joy. That ain't yeah. right. You should watch it, Peter. You'll like it. It's okay. really good. It is definitely a good It'll movie. It'll help you process stuff. I, I, didn't, like, I didn't think it was aesthetically pleasing. All the other Pixar movies have such a like deliberate yeah. visual vibe that you're like immediately like, wow, this looks really incredible if you think about something like Wally or even the Incredibles or Finding Nemo. Nemo. Or, yeah. It wasn't uh, the This was just like am I I'm playing friggin' Candyland. And it the, did feel like Candyland. And the human area. A little bit. Like San Francisco or whatever. A little yeah, bit. Yeah, it did. But it, it had a Big Hero 6 vibe. <laughs> the San Francisco oh, thing. I just did. didn't like Big Hero 6 whatsoever. I feel like it looked like that. Yeah. Um, but overall good time. Definitely well acted. Fun to hear Amy Poehler's love performance Amy. Yeah. and everything. And love, um, what's her name from The Office? <laughs> I can't think of her. I don't know Mindy. Oh, I love Mindy, but the other one. Phyllis. Phyllis. Oh, oh is that sadness? Phyllis. Yeah, she's yeah. sadness. Mm-hmm. Oh. She did a great job. Yeah. And then that brings us to the big two uh, winners of the summer that we all had mismatched. We all, with the exception of Ball in 85, <laughs> Bethany <laughs> Allen. Avengers was number two. We all saw these together. Of the summer. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Avengers had a mixed reaction, overall positive uh, but uh, people didn't like it as much or they nitpicked it or whatever it might be. Some people thought it was a little overly complicated, but really? I really loved it. I thought it was a good time. I love James Spader as Ultron. Yes. Uh, you know, you can't so beat that opening scene out like there that. in the forest. You know who I love? Yes, we know you love Tony Stark. <laughs> Tony Stark. She was. Tony Stark. I'm going to say Bethany was also a knucklehead during... <laughs> she was. Yep. Cat that was so funny. Except for that one line that I guess I didn't hear. Remember how you bring yeah, that yeah. up? Yeah, the rape joke. You accidentally oh laughed at the gosh, rape joke. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I did that. But I thought the, um, the aesthetic, as that I never say it right, the aesthetic mm-hmm. of the film was. I don't was, know why you make that I face. I really, because I was trying to make sure that I was saying it right. But I, I thought it was really cool in Age of Ultron. Like, it there was, was sort of mm-hmm. this comic, it was like a true comic book feel to me. Yeah. When sometimes I don't feel like Weird. that. Weird. I yeah, did I had not like pick that up on that. Gray, blue kind of. What in particular? I think about like even the first scene when they're um, out in the forest in the snow. How dare you? But there's somebody's Russian, <laughs> right? In the movie, I remember. Uh, they are in the. It's like a fictional the 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 yeah, country that the twins, about the twins are from. It feels yeah. like Russia. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think they're supposed to be like Eastern European. You get it. But they're not gonna nail the Russians for it. Right. <laughs> why? Why would we? Let's just leave that alone. But. It felt like I just felt like the whole hue of the movie was like that gray blue comic book. It was book good. Vibe. I love that movie. And it's, I love it was definitely that. a shade darker than the original. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed vibrant. that. And I just I loved the interaction. That's with the typical everybody. rules of a trilogy that on Act Two, because you know in a in a movie trilogy you're supposed to treat three films as the three acts, and Act Two is typically darker because it involves the rising action and the in the conflict. I didn't more know that. I love that. Which is why when you you know like in the Dark Knight or the Empire Strikes yeah. Back are the darker ones mm-hmm. in the franchise before you get to resolution. That's interesting. We all just learned something. Also, you yeah. know the Marvel Phase Two, all the movies in in Phase Two Marvel, including Avengers. Um, they were influenced by The Empire Strikes Back, which is the second film in the Star Wars. So they treated all the movies in Phase 2 kind of like Act 2 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And as an homage, in every Phase 2 Marvel movie, someone loses an arm. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. In the Avengers, that the guy... Isn't he going to be some big bad guy eventually or something? I can't remember his name. Yeah, yeah. The, I don't want him to be a bad guy. You know, the gentleman who's famous for every mocap performance. Yeah. You remember he was like Which in the control room? Andy Serkis. Yeah. Wait. In that ship accent. in Africa. Yeah, he had the, like the South oh, African yeah, accent yeah. and he was dealing the vibranium. Yeah. 
That movie was great. All the AI stuff was awesome. Yeah, and that now was you what, like that. Yeah. yeah. No, it, it, like he did a good, like what Chappie didn't do, you know, and go kind of crazy and get on the internet and try to like control everything. That was awesome. I don't know. I yeah, thought, I right? loved it. As a villain, it was great. He was such a strong villain. Maybe one of the strongest. Yeah, I'm going to say I liked it better than the first one. I kind of did too, honestly. Ooh. I enjoyed the experience of seeing the first one the first sure. time more yeah. because it was like, right. well, I can't it was an event this is happening. Yeah, you liked that because mm-hmm. you sat by me. I had candy. <laughs> that was during Winter Soldier. Oh, that's not the first one? No. No. Okay. Bethany. No, I remember now. <laughs> and then uh, we already we already did a lot of talking about Jurassic World, so let's wrap this thing up with a game of Save or Kill. So here's the rules. This is just going to be a, a, a quick round, 10 choices, um, and we're going to compare the top 10 highest grossing movies of last summer with Ooh. the top 10 highest oh, grossing fun. movies no. of this Sounds summer. Fun. One let's to one, that. two to two. That's right. Mm. And it's oh, going to be a game really? of save or kill. So Give me a good one. Intense. This is the way it's going to work. Um, Popcorn? Just like always, I will present the choices to the person immediately to my left, who is Patrick. Yep. And he will be responsible for making the decision with the input of the group. Is everyone ready for Save or Kill? (laughs) Summer 2014 and 2015. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. That's the drum roll. Coming in at number 10, which movie will you say? And remember, you have to save. I I will save. save, Don't just name the movie because we never know what that means. Peter. I'm not paying attention. (laughs) What? (laughs) Uh, Will you save or will you kill? Which one? Straight out of Compton. Or How to Train Your Dragon 2. Oh, that's hard. Okay. Well, that sounds going to be easy for you, right? It seems easy for yeah. me. You might want to try to... Kill the dragon. No, dragon yeah, is definitely. so good. It's such a good movie. Yeah, you, you make a great point, Abby. <laughs> Killing the dragon. The same concept. <laughs> yeah, I would do the same thing, but How to Train Your Dragon 2 is a lovely You already movie. have a one. Yeah. So people can that's, have that experience. That's true, that's true. It is a lot yeah. of fun, though. Okay, Peter, you ready for this? I'm ready. Um, this is at number nine. Um, which one will you save when it means killing the other? Mad Max, Fury Road, or Whatever the Teenage other one is. Mutant Ninja Turtles? Yeah, I didn't even see it. I, the trailer was disgusting. <laughs> That's all I have to say. It was terrible. Yeah. It's like those, look, I don't know what they were trying to go for. The, those turtles look scary. Was yeah. it like, Cameron terrifying. Diaz in that They too? were puffy. No. Yeah, and they're all just like, flipping. They're all ripped. Yeah, yeah. It was weird. Yeah, nightmare definitely. Shrek. They, they were like puffy. a bunch of Nightmare Shreks. Yeah. Did you guys see it? They did look I saw it. Was it good? Yeah. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but it wasn't good. It's not for, sure. for our generation. It's for 10-year-olds. I bet kid, yeah, this generation of kids would like it. They'd be scared by the it. the one in the 90s. It has some funny parts. Of okay. course. It's fantastic. Yeah, the one in the 90s was great, and they right. weren't scary. If yeah, you like those, you know, that story, you should watch it just to see it's it. It's definitely interesting to see an updated version of the mythology. It's not Mad Max. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kill it. easy. All right, Abigail. You have a choice. Which one will you save and which one will you kill because you haven't seen either one of these. So let's give you a different choice. Um, We're going to give you number seven and we'll give the number eight choice to somebody else. Will you save and will you kill or which one will you save? Ant-Man or Godzilla? Ooh, Ant-Man. What? What? Oh, wait, what? You have to save Oh, I'm saving (laughs) Godzilla. Sorry. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's the right choice. You didn't even <laughs> see right Ant-Man, choice. but that's the that right, was choice. right choice. And I'll say I'm not a huge, crazy big fan of Godzilla. It was all right, and it was entertaining. I don't really care about it at all. Do you remember the podcast, though? Yeah, I do. That was good. Yeah. That was better than the movie. <laughs> better than the movie. You heard it here. But Ant-Man, 
I have no desire ever in my life to waste two hours on that. So yeah. Said the same thing about Mad Max and Chappie, and you love both of them. Okay. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't watch it. <laughs> Ant Man is not as good as dead now. So, what are you gonna do between these two choices, Bethany? You gotta save one and kill the other. The Amazing Spider-Man Two. Or Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Remind me the Amazing Spider-Man 2. Which we one saw it together. This? It was... Uh, oh, um, that with Emma? Yeah. Jamie Foxx. Oh, yeah, I'm keeping that one. Yeah. Oh, you I'm just... Saving that. You had an emotional wreck at the <laughs> end of that. She kept... Oh, yeah. Oh, I was sad. I, had was an emo- I was an emotional wreck. She was, she was grabbing my shoulder and going, she's not really dead, is she? <laughs> she's not really There's dead, There's no way she's she? Yeah. yeah. That was so <laughs> sad. <laughs> yeah, we'll warn him at the beginning. <laughs> Um, so what was it again? I'm gonna keep Spider-Man. the Spider-Man and Jamie Fox. That was great. All the like hip hop going on in that movie. Yeah, right? there's yeah. a lot of yeah, dubstep. Like, cool. Electro like fights like people with dubstep. Yeah, and it was I great. Like I love that. Spider-Man stuff way better than I like the other one with the weird. The I love Spider-Man I stuff. Toby the other guy, Toby. All right, Patrick. What's up? You gotta choose between 22 Jump Street and San Andreas. All right. Well, I haven't seen either one. So keep Andreas. I'm gonna keep the rock. The rock. Valid. <laughs> Even no though 22 Jump Street is probably a lot better. Can they just one. do that with someone else? Is that what the, the 21 Jump Street is? The sequel. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that was easy enough. Peter, Peter, Peter you're back up, and now you have to choose between the number fives of both summers: uh, Pitch Perfect 2 and Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Oh my Ooh. gosh. That's Ooh. hard. Kill. Pitch Perfect too. Yeah. Kill it. I would never even have to. Yeah. Of course not. It is yeah. gone. Dawn of the Planet. That was such a good movie. We should oh, just yeah. talk about that. I know. That's just abandoned what we're doing. Don't that, that one too. That would be in my top ten of all time. Yeah. Wow. Seriously, wow. it's probably up there. I'm getting chills just wow. thinking about it. It's very haunting. You see that? Mm-hmm. It's an easy choice. Number four, Abby. What's it going to be? X Men: Days of Future Past or Minions? <laughs> I feel like these. None of these are hard. But go ahead. Seems like last summer was stronger. Save X Men. Of course, you would save X Men. That was a really, really, really good. Movie. Yeah, it okay. really. Yeah, was. but what? Okay. The best in the I franchise love, um, so far. Yeah, James yeah. McAvoy. Oh, yeah. me too. He is great. He is Mr. So Tomness. Hello. Yeah. And who's Tumnus. the guy that plays? Uh, um, Michael young Fastender. Magneto. Michael yeah. Fastender. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I love great. him as Magneto. He's, he's so ruthless. Wonderful. Oh. Yeah, he's fantastic. Did, I just want to make a. Like, and you see Wolverine's butt. Hey, there's Wolverine nudity of all the movies. Just, just flexed up. I don't remember seeing it. Oh, wow. You would remember. All right, Bethany, you've got a choice to make. <laughs> Number three. Which will you save? Maleficent Ooh. or Inside Out? Ooh, I saw both. Mm. Mm. Oh, good. Mm, I think I better save Inside Out for all the adults in the world. You're always uh, you're the, so selfish. You're always thinking about other people. And I think like, they really need that. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Maleficent was good. But I didn't feel like I didn't feel like it was as moving for sure. So okay. I thought it was pretty. visually beautiful, and the costumes and the makeup were phenomenal. But okay, I wouldn't say it inside out. Did it have the? I didn't see I it. Would did it have the dragon out. from Sleeping Beauty in it? Does she turn into the dragon? She does. Oh, that's pretty I cool. I watched it on an airplane. It was really good. She, it, it was like good movie, but it wasn't inside out. And I think we got to keep that for the people. All right, we're we're right at the top now. So, uh, Patrick, you got to save Transformers: Age of Extinction. All right, whatever the other ones <laughs> are, or <laughs> <laughs> Avengers: Age of Ultron. <laughs> 
Yeah. I'm going to save Avengers because uh, I love Avengers. It's one of my favorites. And Good no choice. One, Easy no choice. Better than everything. No one gives a flying flip about Transformers. Much. They always make Transformers is like Nickelback. Man. People make fun of it, but everybody's listening. <laughs> All right, Peter, you're, you might be the only one who has a tough <laughs> call with this decision. You've got to choose between Guardians of the Galaxy and Jurassic World. Easy. I think, yeah, it's easy, and it's because I am not obsessed with dinosaurs. Oh, no! <laughs> You're going to kill <laughs> what? Jurassic World? I'm telling you guys. No, you guys are just, we just love dinosaurs. I love, I mean, dinosaurs girls. are cool. We don't love dinosaurs. No. We're okay, not well, like you're, you're like, it's the nostalgia thing. Okay. I didn't, I didn't you're not obsessed up. with dinosaurs, but you're okay with, like, a little raccoon. It's like a fake a raccoon. Tree, a green guy. Guardians or a is an guy or excellent movie. Oh. It is an excellent really? movie. What would you just do? Like, I don't know. It's really hard. Uh, I'm saying, you know, it's like, it's not, I think that Jurassic World was excellent, but in terms of like, first, yeah, I don't know. But you like that. Don't you like this, that man. kind of sci-fi movie better. Don't do it. It means it doesn't Which exist. One? Yeah. Again, well, ever no, the galaxy. Again. I like that you kind of better. It's more it. like I was saying. It's more um, hard sci-fi. I looked it up. That's okay. <laughs> Bethy, you haven't seen Guardians, so this is hard for you to argue. Mm-mm. No, <laughs> we get Chris either <laughs> way. And that's true. I think I'm just need, saying. I think you're dealing with like nostalgia, and that's very deep-rooted. Guardians. I'm looking at it, going like, okay. exactly. I bet it is really, really. I, good. I have an objective opinion. Because the rest from, of you guys were are you in Russia when this came out the first <laughs> time? Listen, <laughs> Jurassic World was just really? a better. No, no, I, I was. Movie. I probably didn't speak English. <laughs> Jurassic <laughs> World was just a better. Yeah, movie. Did you hear Abby's argument? How because I think on. it had a lot more heart. Guardians of the Galaxy. The only thing I ever heard anyone say was, "It's fun." That is not. That does not make a good movie. You actually yeah, heard people say it's funny. Is, yeah, well, it was hilarious fun. and it was it's unique. Really I didn't read any of the comics. I had no, I had no idea going into it. Had the same guy in it too. Uh, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. He was handsome and funny. Funnier maybe. Nah. Yeah. Okay. You guys are just he was lovers of the. I love it. I love. It was probably like my third of the Marvel movies, but I would say Jurassic World without a second thought. I'm glad it landed no, no, on me. He, you know? he, he, he can I'm be glad. spicy like this. He's kind of <laughs> bringing a little bit of edge into the This is an edge. I I'm speaking on the that. behalf of the listeners who no, are I don't all think people are, are. screaming. <laughs> people are right now screaming in like in they're walking down the street or walking in Trader Joe's and they're like, no! Like that. And <laughs> people like, don't I know why. In Trader Joe's, huh? Yeah. The one guy, probably Jeremy. Jeremy, if you're listening to this, in Trader Joe's, right? He's probably excited. Whoever this guy is that I'm randomly mentioning, named Jeremy. Oh, or okay. uh, you just Jason. guessed. You're just I, guessing. It's Jeremy. I'm telling well, you. Well, we have a gentleman named Obadiah who has uh, cool. confessed to us that he does yell at his phone when he listens to our podcast, and I think you were the source of it last time. You're you right. said he was I listening was... to the Prometheus episode and losing it. No, wait, you should ask him what his opinion well, on that then is. He He's followed, probably on my side. He followed that by saying, sure. Alien is a masterpiece. Okay. Well, <laughs> you've lost my... <laughs> whatever, Jebediah? Jebediah? Oh, you know our friends. Jebediah? Obadiah. Jebediah. I'm sorry, Obadiah, I can't even remember your name. It was told to me a second ago. That's too That's good, Peter. I think I would have saved... Jurassic World, but I, I, I really respect you for sticking up for your guns like that. I like, like, yeah, I like Thanks the Thanks for the respect. Yeah, yeah, man, that's good. That's hard to agree. do. <laughs> don't, don't I think Beth, <laughs> Bethany would have caved quickly. I think you, know? you guys would have all just been like, Jurassic World, and it would have been over. That's, that, that's exactly you were. That's right. Did you better predict the summer box office? Please, let us know how much smarter than us you are in the comments section at youhatemovies.com where you can also learn the rules and gear up to play the game yourself next year. Check us out on the social medias on Twitter and Instagram at YouHateMovies and Facebook.com slash YouHateMovies.